Welcome to Make Dance Fun, the podcast from Confetti on the Dance Floor that's all about adding fun, festiveness, and a little fancy to your dance studio. In each episode, we'll be sharing tips, tricks, and tools that have helped us run a successful business for almost three decades. I'm Becca Moore. And I'm Danny Rosenberg. Together, we own Rhythm Dance Center, where we are known for our fun and energetic atmosphere. In addition, we created Confetti on the Dance Floor to inspire dance teachers and studio owners through our fun products, creative ideas, engaging blog posts, and now this podcast. So let's get started and make dance fun. Hi, guys, and welcome to episode 29 of the Make Dance Fun podcast. I can't honestly believe that this is already episode 29. I feel like we just started this podcast, but um, 29 episodes, that's a lot. (laughs) We've done a lot. So thank you guys so much for your awesome support of this. And today we're going to start back with sharing a review with you guys. So, and we are going to be mailing out a confetti fun prize in the mail to this person that left us this awesome review. So it could be you next week. So leave us a review. So today's review is from Ratty Maddie, which is, that sounds really cute, Ratty Maddie. And she (laughs) says, Inspiration Station. This podcast is such a treat to me. I am actually not a studio owner, but I would like to be one one day. And this podcast just gives me so much motivation and makes me so excited for that day when I do have a studio. I get a little giddy each time I see a new episode come out. It's just so fun and inspirational. Thank you, Becca and Danny, for always brightening my week. Yes, you should do a podcast with tips for opening a studio. <laughs> uh, thank you, Ratty Maddie. Um, I wish you all the best with opening a new studio. Maybe that can be a podcast one day, but I think we would have to be like, would have to be like, what would we do different? I, I mean, it was so long ago when we started our studio, but we I will young. say we are very young. But there's so many resources now in our amazing dance world. So there are, if you want to do it, you can definitely find tons of amazing advice. But anyway, so Ratty Maddie, I'm just going to keep saying Ratty Maddie because it sounds really fun. DM us or email us at funbegins at confettionthedancefloor.com. Send us your mailing address and we're going to send you some confetti fun in the mail. Also, I wanted to tell you guys that we actually were moving. We're moving. Well, we're not moving our studio, but we're moving <laughs> um, our office, which if you guys know or follow us, we love our office. It's called C-Space and we've had it for about how long, Danny? Like seven years or Seven something? years. I think about seven years. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we actually just recently at the beginning of the summer had an opportunity um, to take over an old dance studio that was already kind of built out. I mean, we are, you know, we're, we're, we're changing it up some, but we're not really using it right now a ton this year for like classes, but we are moving like all of our storage there and we're moving um, our, all of our office there. So we're moving our office. So we're kind of sad because we love our office, but um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So we'll update you guys on that another time. But um, my point is we were moving today and packing up stuff from C-Space and we have so much stuff. We found so much stuff. So we're like, <laughs> we're going to start, we're going to start sending this stuff out again. So anyway, Ratty Maddie. You're going to get something in the mail. So check your mail. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll send us your address and then check your mail. Okay. (laughs) So today on our preschool dance party series, this is, we started this series last week. So we're on our second podcast in the series. We are going to talk about preschool progressions. This is a standard thing that we all do every week in all of our classes, but also in your preschool class. 
and just dancing across the floor. It's so much fun. And let's face it, if they continue dancing, progressions are not going anywhere. It's a part of almost every dance class. So starting to help them understand standing in line and waiting their turn and then going across the floor to get individual feedback from the teacher, doing a series of steps, working on coordination and just changing things up and adding in some creative creativity and fun. So we're going to share with you guys some of our favorite things that are a little fun that you can add into your preschool class. And hopefully you'll take some of these ideas and run with have them. fun with them. <laughs> run with run them and have, across the run, floor. Run and have fun. Yes. Um, so the first thing, first thing that we're going to talk about is um, hopscotch. I think that hopscotch is one of those activities that we sometimes tend to forget about um, in dance class. But in addition to it just being fun for kids, it's really, really great for working on coordination skills and having the dancers understand how to shift their weight from one foot to two. And then, of course, just jumping in general for the preschoolers. And visuals are always easier and better for the little ones, I think. So Creating a hopscotch path on your uh, dance floor is super important. This can be however you want to do it. You could use painter's tape. You can use electrical tape. If you have a wood floor, you could use chalk. We used to do that all the time um, back in our day when we were teaching all the preschool classes. Um, or you can even buy those rubber mats that link together that have like different colors. You can arrange the colors to help the kids understand, you know, which which where they're supposed to be jumping with one foot or two feet. And then I know there's there are actually specific floor mats that you can buy if you just Google them, hopscotch pads, um, that have numbers on them so that it really helps the kids understand whether they're supposed to be jumping with one foot or jumping with two feet. Um, but there's lots of fun ways to incorporate this traditional kids game into your across-the-floor activities. From a theme perspective, because you know us and you know we theme out pretty much everything that we do, um, just thinking about Think about what hops or what jumps and and run with that idea. You have so many animal options to think about. Um, you can use a bunny theme, or rabbits, kangaroos, um, grasshoppers, or frogs even, and then even cats. Um, there's just so many things, but bringing an animal into it or or the theme of animals is going to be interesting to the kids. And what would be even more fun is you add a little something for them to wear, like maybe you um, create headbands out of pipe cleaners, or you, I know the Oriental Trading a lot of times has those really inexpensive foam um, animal masks or headbands that you can pretty much throw away. They're disposable, so the kids can take them home with them. Um, that would be super fun too. Or bunny ears, or even a poodle skirt would be cute, depending on what you're doing. Um, but just adding that little extra something for them to wear adds a little adds extra fun to it. Um, or you can take it in a completely different direction and make it a 50s vibe since they're hopping. Think more of a sock hop type of thing. Take the 50s route. Um, there's a ton of jumping and hopping songs that you can uh, find on Spotify to inspire your theme or just to be playing in the background, which would be fun. And then this is for your advanced dancers. But if you have kindergartners or even first and second grade, honestly, um, just to work on their coordination, if they're getting the hang of it, maybe try having them add a little rhythm and musicality challenge to it. Every time they hop or jump, um, they have to clap. Or if they hop on one foot, they have to clap one time. So they jump on two feet, they clap two times um, in between it. Just just something to add to the complexity of it when you get to those little bit older taught classes. But lots of fun and possibilities with hopscotch. And our next one we're going to talk about is the rainbow runner. This is one of my favorite visual across the floor activities. And it's really, it's using just a table runner, a plastic table runner for a path that the dancers can skip down. They can chasse, 
heel drops, any other tap steps you want to do across the floor, anything goes. But we purchased a rainbow plastic tablecloth roll. That's what it's called. Rainbow plastic tablecloth roll from Oriental Trading. It is 100 feet long. So (laughs) you can make a really long rainbow path and it is awesome. You just roll it across out across the floor. Honestly, it usually has a little bit of static cling to it. So it sticks, sticks to the barley pretty, pretty well. Um, if you have a wood floor, you might want to just tape it down. Um, you know, I wouldn't even use like anything serious. Like you could just use masking tape or painter's tape in a few places or something just to kind of keep, keep it from it, sliding. Just to keep mm-hmm. it in. Yeah. Keep it from sliding. But we we've used them a lot. We've had any issues with kids slipping. Um, but it's really, really, really cute. You can use it on like a unicorn day or have a unicorn day. We have those unicorn stick toys, like the little plush, little horse unicorn things. Um, so we have a ton of those. And so on that day, they're always going to chasse with their unicorn down the rainbow path. And the kids are instantly excited and attracted to these fun colors. Also, they have these tablecloth rolls and lots of other options. They have them in sprinkles. They have like mermaid, like mermaid gill look. They have stripes. They have splatter paint. So you can really get, just get creative and use them for different themes. But I think giving your kids that visual of the actual path, they're going to be doing whatever they, you want them to do across the floor on. It's just, it's adding an element of fun and it's giving them a specific direction on their progression. It lasts forever. It's a hundred feet. <laughs> and I it's feel like we, easy. yeah, I feel like we've had ours for forever, like, a really, a like really years. I mean, I'm sure Jenny, our preschool director, teacher, Jenny, she's awesome. And she keeps everything super organized and she recycles and it, they, all of our props last for forever. But so, yeah, I mean, we've had it for a long time, but it it's just, it's so cute. And like, it's all, always some of my favorite photos are the day that she rolls out that rainbow runner and uses it for them to go across the floor. So rainbow runner, oriental trading, we'll link it. Yes. Um, The next one we're going to talk about is just obstacle courses in general. I feel like an obstacle course is pretty much a tried and true activity that will never get old in a preschool class. Um, And honestly, they're pretty great in older kids classes too, depending on how you how you run with it. But giving your preschoolers something specific to focus on while traveling to different locations or destinations along the obstacle course or around your room and making each stop along the path something exciting. And of course, theming them to the fullest keeps them engaged and interested in what's going on. Um, You can literally create an obstacle course out of anything. You can base it on all on a holiday, if it's, you know, Halloween or Valentine's Day or whatever season it is. Um, It can be a Western rodeo. It can be a space theme where they're stopping at different planets along the way. It can be that they're chasseing through a garden and picking flowers at each stop. It uh, it can be a circus theme where they're walking the tightrope. We used to have a um, balance beam. It was an actual balance beam, but it just sat on the floor. Um, And it It was awesome, but we would always pretend they were walking on the tightrope and they could hold a little parasol or umbrella over their head. They can jump through a hula hoop. Like if we, we, I think Miss Jenny has a hula hoop and she hangs sparkly orange and red fabric. So it looks like flames and they jump through that like they're little lions. Um, They can step up on a little box and pose like a poodle. I mean, there's so many options and directions you can go with um, this type of thing. You may have heard us talk about um, our twirl flashy cards in our last episode and some of the ways that we 
some of the ways that we use them at Rhythm. Um, but using them in an obstacle course is a great way to use them. You can place the cards at different stops and the kids can have to flip them over, make it a game for them. They have to flip it over and demonstrate whatever the step or the image is. But obstacle courses are great. And like I said, every single day can be a, a different theme, just depending on what's going on and um, what the kids are into. So Yeah, obstacle courses are our such a go-to for us. And they really feel different every time. You change the theme and it feels completely different. Yeah. I mean, so great. So great. Love an obstacle course. Our next thing is called Dino Feet. So as much as your adorable little dancers love pink tutus and they love being a princess, they obviously are going to love being a dinosaur just as much. I feel like dinosaurs are huge right now. They've been huge for a while. This is a super fun activity and super easy activity for you to prepare for. All you do is you cut out giant dinosaur footprints. These can be made out of poster board or cardstock or foam sheets. And I think the ones that our preschool director, Miss Jenny, did, I think they're about 14 inches tall and about six to eight inches wide. Uh, so a decent size. Um, and also, if you, so basically what you do is you cut dinosaur feet out of these, you know, just. You know, you don't have to really have a pattern. I think you could just kind of yeah. go for it. Use your imagination and go for it. So cut them out so that they look like two big dinosaur feet. And then um, you need probably, how many would you say, Danny? Like maybe like six to eight? I would say eight. I would say eight. Yeah. Eight to ten even, yeah. Yeah, so let's say like eight. So you have eight feet or ten feet or whatever. And also we would recommend on this, we would recommend using a piece of tape to put on the back so that when you arrange them on the floor, you'll keep them from sliding around. But basically you can put them in any formation you want. So you can put the first two side by side facing forward. And then the next two can be faced side by side pointing to the left towards the mirror. The next two side by side can be pointing to the right, to the back of the room. Then you can make them turn where they have to actually jump all the way backwards. And they, you can also just put one, you could put one dinosaur foot. So they go from two feet to one foot, basically, however you want to, to, you know, configure your dinosaur feet. The dancers will always be jumping from dino print to dino print, and they're having to change their direction to match the direction the prints are facing. I don't know if I'm doing a great job of explaining it. It sounds kind of confusing right now, honestly, but it's not. It's kind of like an elevated hopscotch, but changing directions the whole time. Yes, yes. And it's way, and it's really cute. Um, but they they focus, the kids focus so much when they're doing this activity. So, you know, I, I love watching it. We actually have a video of it on, I think, I don't know. I'll, I'll see if I can find it and I'll try to put it in our Instagram stories. But uh, our link to it in our Instagram stories from our Instagram, but it's just in our twirl class and the video that we did. And it's so cute. And the little girl is just like so focused on her jumps and it's so good for coordination. And it just makes it exciting because they're going across the floor. They're working on coordination, but they are on these really fun dinosaur feet. Um, you also could do this activity with any kind of feet that you want. So you could do puppy feet. You could do cat paws. Uh, we did for Frozen, because obviously we were like Frozen crazy last season, the uh, big snow monster in Frozen named Marshmallow. We did like his feet. So it's like these big white, like abominable snowman feet. 
and it's so cute. So try it out. I'm, I'm going to, I'll link it in our stories or put just a link to the video in our stories and you guys can check it out. But it's a really, really fun idea. Also, you can look on Spotify and find dinosaur songs. There's so many dinosaur songs. And yeah, dinosaurs, dino feet. Dinos for the win. Um, Next thing we're going to talk about are hula hoops. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, visuals are huge for preschool and kindergarten ages. So using props along the path are great. And hula hoops are awesome. And if you can find the ones that glow or light up, you have hit the jackpot. Um, Kids are going to love them. But you can set up hula hoops um, for each of the stops along a path that they can jump into and demonstrate certain steps. They can jump out of them. Um, If they're doing dig step, dig together, they can dig on the outside of the hula hoop and then dig to the other side of it. They can pick it up and use it as a handheld prop. They can crawl through them if you have them up on their ends, hold them up at their ends and they can step through or jump through or crawl through. Um, They can imagine that they're giant donuts or big wheels spinning or anything else you can think of that's maybe round or could be fun. Another idea would be to line them up across the floor where they're actually all touching. You might want to do like six or eight of them across the floor and have the kids pretend that they are astronauts and they can do big moon jumps from one hoop to the next all the way down the line. Um, And then when they get to the end, they can try to do the moonwalk back to the end of the line. Um, Miss Jenny did this during our Planet Rhythm open house that we just had last week and during the preschool present uh, preschool demonstration classes. She did this with every single group of it. And they were all so, so cute. Again, concentrating so hard, which is really fun to see in those little ones. Also, I'm going to I'm gonna add that we obviously have referred to Miss Jenny like 85 times during this <laughs> podcast. That is because Miss Jenny is the one who does all of these things. And she is our preschool teacher director. And she's awesome. And we are going to be interviewing her next week on the podcast. So you definitely don't want to miss that because she's going to have... So many great things to share, I think. Anyway, I just wanted to, I, it's funny. I just keep, I'm listening to us and I'm like, oh, Miss Jenny this, Miss Jenny that. <laughs> <laughs> she's give credit, <laughs> give credit where credit is due though, y'all. She's, she's making, she yes. makes it happen for us at Rhythm for sure. So this one last hula hoop idea, it isn't really going across the floor. So forget about the progression part for this one moment. Um, but it's a great activity. You can kind of create a human maypole um, out of a hula hoop. And as long as you have an adult teacher and a hula hoop and ribbon, you're good. If you tie really, really long pieces of ribbon um, to the hula hoop all the way around it, at least enough ribbons for each of the dancers that are in your class so they can each hold on to one, then have them make a circle and either you or your assistant will hold the hula hoop with two hands straight above your head as high as you can. This will be a nice arm workout for you um, or your (laughs) assistant. Um, and then the dancers will dance around you with the ribbons. They can, you know, run into the, into you and then run back out. They can beret in a circle. They can chasse in a circle. Um, you can either rotate with them or you can stand still and let them wrap you up in ribbon, like what happens in a maple, which actually might be really funny and um, cute for the kids to see. Anyways, it's just another fun way um, to use a hula hoop that's a little bit different and it's not sitting on the floor. So hula hoops are great. So the last thing we're going to talk about is actually ideas for actually keeping those energetic little preschoolers in line because I mean while you know, while they're waiting yes a I mean that is like you know I think that especially at the beginning of the season this is key making them understand you guys we're gonna wait in this line and you're gonna be great at it but it takes them a minute usually to like really understand that process 
but they, um, to get across the floor, they have to start standing in line. So, you know, there's that. Uh, so here are a few ideas that we have for you guys to, to do that. Um, stanchions, those are, you probably know what they are, but in case you don't like the, they're the like little velvet rope situations that they use in theaters, you know, to, to guide you in certain directions. And I will say that we just purchased these last year. It took us, year. Took us 28, year, 28 years to figure out that we needed these. I always had thought about it. I've always seen it, but like, it just never happened. But I don't even know what we were looking for, but we were looking for something and like, I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. no. We were, I know what no, it was. We were, we were in we Nashville. Were in Nash- we were in Nashville yes. at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. No, you guys, you know, I think I've said on this podcast, like we went to Nashville and I was really inspired by it or whatever. We were, st- we stayed in the coolest hotel and it was like kind of like a Dolly Parton theme situation and everything was like pink and amazing and awesome. But they had the pink, they had the, their stanchions were pink velvet. And I was like, okay, I could, we, totally we have to have these. those. <laughs> so we literally just like went on Amazon and of course they have every color of stanchion imaginable. So we ordered them. So we have gold, like brass um, <laughs> pedestal things and then pink velvet rope. Anyway, we are using them right now in our studio um, to keep the kids like lined up, like because our lobby's still closed. So um, we have the stanchions lined up outside each studio. So there's this very specific place. So like when the kids get dropped off and the parents bring them in, we have them get in line by their door in the stanchions and then they're there. And then that leaves space for when the other class comes out, they're not all like, running into each other and everything. I don't know why it took us so long to figure this kind of stuff out, you guys, but, but we did it. We did it. And it's working really, really well. So I'm off, off topic, but we started using them this week or last week outside. But I was like, this would be an awesome, awesome idea to use for your little ones too. I wouldn't do it every week. You know what I mean? Cause you don't want to probably have to deal with having the big things in their classroom every single week, but like, it'll be fun to use every now and then to set it up. Like they're, you know, lighting like up a, to go into a theater on a red carpet yeah. or whatever. Um, and they'll just, it just forms a very specific path. So consider that using stanchions, or if you don't have stanchions, you can always create some of your own by tying ribbon onto, I don't know what a chair or something, a couple of chairs just to create that pathway for them so they can stand in line. Another thing that we love to do is use rugs like runner rugs to have them stand in line. Um, And then you refer to them as the magic carpet. So you're like, you guys go line up on the magic carpet. And of course, they're going to be really excited to run and line up on the magic carpet. So um, you could also if you have a certain color of runner, like a blue runner can come become a river or an ocean, a green runner can become the grass, a red one can be the red carpet for the movie stars. Use your imagination, but rugs are an awesome little way for them to get lined up and also just to make it a little more fun. Also, we've used yoga mats along the same lines as the rugs, but there's so many fun colors and styles that you can put down for the kids um, to wait and line on. Just That's just another reference point for them. Also, dance dots. Obviously, I'm sure you're using dance dots in your class, but maybe craft, add some craftiness to your dance dots. What about adding some little flower petals around them so they have like little flowers on the floor or um, make it into a music note or put a star shape behind it or add like puppy ears onto them or rabbit ears. I mean, there's so many options. And then that way you just 
put those little dance dots down and they may be excited. This is also, again, if you're, if you're doing twirl or you are, um, just want to have a themed class, like make your dance dots be the theme of your class. I know that this isn't, it may be hard to do something like this every week, but every now and then it really just does make a really big difference and it makes you excited and your kids excited. Another idea would be to put like uh, strips of tape on the floor and make it feel kind of like railroad tracks and then tell them they have to keep their train on the tracks. So they would all be part of the train and they would line up on the tracks. Um, Anyway, hopefully some of these would resonate with you and you can use them to keep those adorable little bundles of energy in line and ready to dance across the floor. Yes. Um, So with all of these ideas we've shared today, we really just want you to think outside the box or inside, or outside the line, I guess, um, to keep you and your little ones inspired in dance class. It's just so much fun to take something that's pretty standard and add a piece of imagination and fun to it um, to keep them going. I hope you found some great ideas to make your across the floor in your preschool class much more fun. Thank you so much for listening today. Remember, we would love for you um, to consider giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. We will be selecting one review on next week's episode and the winner winner will receive a fun confetti prize. Also, remember to follow us on Instagram at Confetti on the Dance Floor and also at Rhythm Dance Center. We will be back next week with part three of our preschool dance party series with Miss Jenny. (laughs) And until then, we hope everyone has a fabulous week. And goodbye. Bye.